Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And this is Max. And this is episode 159. We're talking Hey Arnold, Door 16. Yeah, uh, we had people vote. Um, Andrew, you picked two episodes. I think you picked um, Brain Drain in this, right? Yeah, yeah. Were you, Andrew, were you rooting for one more than the other brain drainer this um not really i mean i like them both a lot as far as i remembered um you know just kind of like fun episodes to me okay max had you ever had you ever seen uh door 16 i had yeah actually i think i watched it maybe a couple of months ago as i was falling Mm. asleep on hey arnold and uh there's this one that was on wow oh yeah Which I had not remembered until I watched it again for this. Yeah. But, you know, I love Arnold. It's, it's a great show to fall asleep to. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Yeah. Very uh, chill. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd only seen this one once when we were doing Favorite First Seasons. I watched it. Mm. But I, I kind of like it didn't totally stick with me. So it was um, it felt kind of fresh. Like I, I was really digesting it for the first time. Wow. So you hadn't seen this before that, like as a kid? No. I mean, oh. I think we've t- I think we've talked about a few times that uh, I was uh, I think I was phasing out of Nick around the time Arnold started. So like I was familiar with some stuff, but I'd never I wouldn't say I frequent frequently watched it yeah i see so i don't know um the the episode aired uh door 16 i should say which is part a um to the part b which is called arnold as cupid uh this aired wednesday november 13th 1996 uh that is season one episode 10 we've already talked about um november of 1996 so no this month in history but max it's been um it's been a minute since we've had you on and I thought it I thought it would be maybe great to do a taking it to the max. Oh yes, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you lie. <laughs> um okay, so uh if people aren't familiar with this, I'm gonna just ask Max a rapid series of questions. Uh there's you know, no wrong or right answer, it's just Max's opinions here. It's not trivia or anything like that. Um, but he only has five seconds to answer before we move on to the next question. Ready, Max? Yes, sir. All right. Let me set the clock here. Okay. Do you prefer real mail or email? Real mail. What is the best type of hat? Uh, uh, a beanie. Ooh. <laughs> what is your favorite? What is your favorite mystery movie? Uh, seven. Ooh. Um, have you ever lived in an apartment? Yes. 
Do you prefer living in an apartment or a house? Oh gosh, uh, <laughs> um, house. That's still, okay. <laughs> um, who's your favorite boarder in Arnold's boarding house? Uh, the Croatian gentleman. Russian <laughs> <laughs> hey, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Okay. Uh, May or June? May. Will Smith or Chad Smith, the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers? Will Smith. <laughs> Agent Agent Smith from Matrix or Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Uh, Matrix Smith. Anna Nicole Smith or John Smith, the Jamestown Explorer? Uh, <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> uh, Patty Smith or Kevin Smith? Uh, Kevin Smith. Elliot Smith or Sam Smith? Elliot Smith. Ozzy Smith or Emmett Smith? Uh, Emmett Smith, I guess. All right. Nice job, Max. You killed it. <laughs> hey, thanks. Who's Ozzy Smith? Uh, he was a baseball player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Good questions. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, do you guys want to get into door 16? Sure. Let's do it. So the episode starts with a wide shot of the city transitioning to the outside of the boarding house where a mysterious suit and bowler hat are dropped off along with the milk and morning paper. Arnold takes the suit and hat to room 16 where he accesses a hidden rack to transfer them inside and receives a mysterious thank you note. Um, I just want to note, uh, I really like this, like, I mean, Arnold, I guess, always does this kind of like this like technology that's like not quite real but it could be i guess um yeah like just what? just out you know like the hat rack oh okay gotcha yeah it's like just out of reach of probably what reality is but not so far that uh it seems super fake yeah yeah it's almost like a weird mix of like, um, like some stuff in Arnold seems really old while other stuff seems like this new technology, this like special technology, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, Ernie, Oscar and Mr. Wynn are waiting for grandpa to get out of the bathroom and they complain to Arnold about the very private Mr. Smith having his own private shower. Later, Arnold sends up Mr. Smith's breakfast, and the boarders are still complaining. This is another uh, instance of the weird technology, this weird, like, floating um, yeah, that was great. box thing. <laughs> it's kind of like a futuristic, uh, those little, you know, when you go to the, uh, the bank and you shoot up your, uh, your <laughs> stuff and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I had a question. So do you think that little, um, that whatever you call it, that suction device, do you think the box could have fit in there? You fit a plate in there. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe it only took circle circular. I don't <laughs> maybe. <laughs> great, great call. <laughs> uh, Arnold tries to convince them that their mysterious neighbor is just a regular guy when they witness Mr. Smith tipping his hat to a stack of house pets posing as a human. Um, this is probably oh, my, is that maybe that my. Is? I could not. I, <laughs> I could not tell no. what the heck was happening here. <laughs> oh, I I love this. Like this is maybe my favorite part in the episode. Like it's like the cats and dogs and pig from the Arnold household <laughs> just like stacked on each other's shoulders. <laughs> so funny. Uh, soon the doorbell rings and a man in a suit and sunglasses entrusts Arnold with delivering a package to Mister Smith. But when Arnold brings the package into the dining room, the boarders immediately become curious about what's inside, and he has to stop them from opening it. Before long, Gerald shows up, and even he wants to open it, but Arnold is determined to get it to its rightful owner unharmed. Uh, yeah, Arnold's really like snapping here. Uh, you know, before, <laughs> before he even knows it's Gerald, he's just had it with the uh, borders. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm shocked. Maybe Andrew, you could probably tell me better is, does Mr. Smith ever come up again? Because the, the borders seem pretty like annoyed by him. And if there was someone like that, it seems like he should come up all the time. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt watching this. I, as far as I remember, he doesn't come up, or at least not in any like significant way. Um, but yeah. I love the idea of his character, and I just w- while watching this episode, I was just thinking like, there's so many possibilities for other stories involving him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so they sneak out of Arnold's room and head to the first place they can think to start looking for Mr. Smith, the bowler hat shop. Uh, do you guys, uh, I mean, I guess we can save this for stray observations if you want. Did you, but did you note the bowler hat shop's name? Toilers Bowlers? Yeah, I thought, I think it was Tollers, maybe. Tollers oh, Bowlers. Tollers Bowlers. Like, yeah, okay. Um, I just um, thought this was funny, what? like, the 
I don't know, a shop just for bowler hats. It's weird. <laughs> um, what did you, uh, you know, the character design of the guy who ran that shop was kind of interesting. He, he didn't yeah. like quite, he didn't quite look like your typical Arnold character. Did you, did you notice that or? Yeah. You can have like the, um, what's the wild thornberries that guy's nose kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He remind he reminds me a lot of the guy who's on the um, Andy's Caps hot bag of fries bag. You guys know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking oh about those God. hot fries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That is he is if, a really weird, different character, especially for like somebody who's only in the episode for like five seconds. You never see him again. Yeah, but I, I did kind of, I, I didn't know about this scene, this, like, just this whole, I don't know, I, mm. this whole, uh, this whole adventure seems kind of like a little aimless. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you, um, though I felt like I was enjoying it the whole time. What do you well, think, did, what do you think, Max? Didn't they go there because of the hat, right? I mean, kind of the first place you would have searched. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's a loose, (laughs) pretty, pretty loose, uh, like logic and, um, like, uh, forward momentum. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It felt really well paced. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I, I liked that they used uh, the stacking of uh, individuals uh, for a second time in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a human side, like a, an adult side. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what uh, Max was just referring to is the kids, when they're shopping for a bowler hat, Like they think it's going to be too suspicious for two kids to be looking for a bowler hat. So... <laughs> Uh, Arnold gets on Gerald's shoulders and they pretend they're uh, an adult. <laughs> um, just just one of the oldest gags in the book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I wonder what they would have done if they didn't find that pipe for him to hold on to. You know, like, yeah. That like, pi- <laughs> I was really thinking about this. Like, this whole episode was kind of built with these, like, perfect... Um, plot devices of like that you know that pipe is there just as they need it to be um right just kind of a weird element um it's funny uh so arnold distracts the clerk uh and gerald sneaks behind a desk and finds mr smith's information in the rolodex the clerk tumbles off his ladder reaching for the top shelf and arnold and gerald make a quick getaway um the address leads them to a company, a large building downtown called Satellite Industries. 
But when they ask the receptionist for Mr. Smith, they discover that there are many Mr. Smiths. Uh, Gerald tries to sweet talk her, talk the receptionist into helping them find their their Mr. Smith, but she kicks them out onto the curb. As they sit out on the sidewalk, defeated, Gerald tries to convince Arnold that they have no chance of tracking down Mr. Smith and that they should just give up. When suddenly they see their man climbing into a taxi. They jump on the bus to follow the cab, and they chase Mr. Smith across the city until he escapes in a helicopter. Um, I love this little sequence here, too, this chase scene. Like, it feels like um, as much, as close to, like, an action movie as Arnold (laughs) can get. Yeah, I love the uh, disgruntled bus driver. Like, get get your package out of my ear. (laughs) Yes. Danny That's a great scene. Chase down the uh, the taxi, like a car chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your package out of my ear. Um, Arnold almost gives in to the temptation <laughs> to open the package, but he re- resists when he sees a nun and priest walking down the sidewalk and decides to take it back home, assuming the boarders have forgotten about it by now. But when they get back, they discover Arnold's grandparents tied up and gagged in the kitchen. (laughs) I thought that was pretty humorous. This is is really extreme. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like a a crime, borderline a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, Arnold and Gerald are chased through the house and they almost escape up to Arnold's room. But at the last moment, they lose hold of the package and the boarders rip it to shreds.
in their frenzy, they accidentally rip the contents, and they discover that it's a picture of all the borders taken from a fisheye lens with the words, my family, printed over it. As the borders lament their actions, the doorbell rings, and Arnold screams when he's handed another package to be delivered to none other than Mr. Smith. Yeah, um, I think my major gripe maybe with this episode is these last couple minutes here, or not last couple, maybe like the last minute, um, like the, the ending. I think the ending really upends kind of the energy of the whole thing. Like I don't, I don't think the heartfelt my family card feels. Uh, I don't. It doesn't. Arnold specializes in these like warm endings, and this felt like kind of out of nowhere. Uh, hmm. and they rush right to that door with that new package and it just felt kind of like a cliche oh here we go again like ending kind of a yeah. 100% I'll give you What's the that? ending the very ending yeah the ending killed the episode for me. oh boy <laughs> uh, <laughs> might be a little extreme <laughs> um I got to uh, disagree on this mostly. I mean, the ending, what like the very ending of the, the second package was a little much. But even still, like I feel like this whole episode was kind of just like a weird spy action uh, like parody. And for me, I thought it worked really well. Uh, the, the scream, though, at the end... Uh... What, what do you think he was feeling? Because it was a weird scream, almost like he was terrified rather than... Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think it's definitely... He doesn't want to have to go through this all over again. Right, yeah, but that would be more like a, oh, here we go again, rather than, like, terrified, like... And why... Know. And why uh, bother even... Why bother even screaming if everybody's <laughs> already learned their lesson? Like, right, right, the, yeah. The, the, the point... It was just like a jarring switch. Like, oh, everybody realizes we've been jerks. Mr. Smith is maybe a nice guy because of yeah. this card they found right to the door. And then Arnold being like, oh, no, but they're not going to do it again. Right. Because they've learned their I, lesson. And then right. there's also there's also this weird transition after he screams back to a shot of the boarding house. And then it fades out. And it's like, <laughs> well, from Yeah, it's like, well, it's like a, uh, you know, like a long shot, like from like it's backing up. We had there was a similar shot at the beginning of the episode. It started outside the boarding house and then, like, yeah. transitioned to the front. Um, I I imagine that it was just like they got to the point in the story of them discovering the picture, and then it was like, how do we end this? And that was a semi like you know it was an acceptable ending. Like, what what would be a better choice? I think ending it in the hallway, like, so they built a sentimental moment with the cast. And if there was something where like, I don't know, they pitched in and like help fixed it for Arnold or something. Hmm. Yeah. Or or, uh, make him something and maybe make him a nice meal and send it up that little contraption. They could have sent something up the contraption. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I I pretty much agree on the ending. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. I'll, I'll say I'll save some of my thoughts for ratings. Okay. Sure. Uh, do you guys want to get into what what went into it? Yeah. Sure. Hi. This is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Um, I took a look at a couple of the people that did the voices in this episode. Uh, the first one was the receptionist. Felt this person was probably somebody who didn't get enough uh, credit. Um, <laughs> and her name is Danica Ivancevic. Um, and she was a writing assistant on 48 episodes of Hey Arnold. Um, she was. Oh. She also appeared in Melrose Place, ER, and Invader Zim. Um, I just thought that was interesting. I, I don't often see somebody who's done like the acting work that also did a lot of other behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. That's cool. Um, I also took a look at Ernie Potts. I don't know. Did we ever talk about him before? I guess I didn't look it up. I don't think up. so. Okay. Um, he's uh, voiced by a comedian named Dom Herrera. Uh, he's kind of a popular standup. Um, but he's also been in a lot of stuff, uh, including Golden Girls, Rocco's Modern Life, Seinfeld. Um, he's in the episode The Fire. Um, you know, uh, Jerry's like comedian friend. The prop I, comic. Yeah. Wait, that's him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Um, he's also appeared in Boy Meets World, Big Lebowski, Rugrats, and The Drew Carey Show. Cool. Do you know who he is in Big Lebowski? Um, yeah, he's uh, the limo driver. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to. When he's like, watch out you know, he that. like the dude gets in the back of the limo and almost spills his drink. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's like talking okay. to the guy for a moment. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. I did two people. I did um, a supervising director, Jamie Mitchell. Um, Jamie has done over 700 animated episodes, uh, wow. including a lot of Disney. Uh, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Winnie the Pooh, and DuckTales are among those. Um, and then I also did uh, this one person with the writer credit, uh, Rachel Lippman, who also worked on the original soundtrack of the movie Breakdown with uh, Kurt Russell, which is one of my dad's favorite movies. Um, don't ask me why. But, uh, <laughs> saw that, I thought I'd uh, throw that in there. Nice. Very nice. Breakdown. I don't think I've ever seen Breakdown. Oh, it's, man, it's it's good. It's uh, Kurt <laughs> Russell and his wife are going across country, and these uh, group of, not to get in, these group of uh, semi-drivers are like... Uh, bad guys and they're like uh kind of like doing like human trafficking and they chase him down and take his wife it's good okay yep is this an 80s movie or 90s okay 90s yeah yeah i I looked at rachel lipman too and i just two things i would note um she does do writing on um, a show called dinosaur train which was actually created by craig bartlett um the creator of hey arnold um, hmm. And it's a—it's uh, exactly what it sounds like. It's a kid show about dinosaurs who learn about other dinosaurs by riding on a train. Uh, <laughs> but, but she's also credited as um, the writer of the first—the uh, relaunch of the new Rugrat series, which is not out yet, oh. but I guess happening. Huh. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, I looked at the director, Stark Howell. Uh, he mostly works as a storyboard, storyboard artist, but he's worked on a ton of stuff. Uh, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, Aladdin, Beethoven, Duckman, Spider-Man animated series, Hey Arnold, Lilo and Stitch, The Emperor's New School, uh, Phineas and Ferb, Special Agent Oso, Sophia the First, and Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Uh, so he's uh, a busy dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any trivia? Um, I have one piece of trivia. Um, okay. This is the first of only three episodes in which Gerald's never seen friend Fuzzy Slippers is mentioned. Oh, I didn't even catch them mentioning him. When did they mention yeah. him? Yeah, I had his um, name written down here. Uh, he mentioned him in reference to the boulder shop. Fuzzy Slippers knew of the bowler shop. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Very cool. Any um, trivia, Max? Oh, I did have a note here um, just about Gerald um, and how he's such a good friend. I know that you and I kind of argued about uh, <laughs> Gerald versus Peter. It's, but, it's um, over, Max. Classic <laughs> Gerald, man. Like He wanted to open up that package so bad, and then as soon as Arnold just said, hey, you know, let's go find him, he was right on board. Um <laughs> Uh, was that not good to you? Or... Who me? Yeah. Me? No, I I thought it was uh like really interest. It was an interesting idea. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna be like <laughs> praising uh, Gerald over here like Matt. Sure. Oh sure. no, I'm getting, I'm just talking about the very beginning when he first gets there and he sits down and wants to open up the package right away. Oh. And then puts his feelings aside and you know his wants and does what totally. Arnold wants because he's a good friend. Totally. He... <laughs> Skeeter yeah. would have abided. <laughs> right. All right. Um, strap observations. You want to go around? Yeah. Um, did you guys note who the suit was dropped off by at the beginning of the episode? Sure did. Uh, Smith's dry cleaning. Yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, when Arnold goes into the fridge, there's a drink in there. Mm-hmm. I'm that's for his grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Um, really catch what that was. Uh, yeah, I got it. Um, Mam's tomato prune delight. Oh, I thought it said Mama's triple X tomato prune delight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Mama's. I, 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 I think it's Mama's. That made me thinking: is that like a like alcohol? Oh, like oh. a like like a drink for Grandma, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full alcohol in it. That makes sense. That's funny. Um, let's see here. Uh, did you guys happen to see the sign in the window of Toiler's boat, uh, or what is it? Uh, <laughs> Toller's, Toller's bowlers. bowlers. Uh, no, I did not notice. No, that. I didn't. There's a sign in the window that says Bowler League. So uh, they must have, they must have their own little league. That's right. <laughs> um, did you catch the signs on the bathroom? What bathroom? Uh, grandpa, like when Grandpa's in the bathroom at the boarding oh, house. Oh no, no, no. Um, oh. One of them says "knock first and the other is "wc." Oh yeah, Do "wc." I was, I was trying to think of what does that stand for. 
water closet. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, did you guys see the code that Arnold entered to get into room 16 or to? to oh, open the oh good yeah. catch! No. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was 15. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's there weren't any look. numbers. There weren't any numbers on the the dial pad, but it was the top left in the middle. Huh. So. That's pretty funny. Like they wouldn't make it 16 because that right. was too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys catch how long they said Mr. Smith's been living at uh, the boarding house? No. Man, I want to say six years. No, a little this shorter is... than that. Yeah. Uh, they said three years. Three years. Yeah. Hmm. Um, did you catch what song Grandpa's singing when he's in the shower? Um, was it dun 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 No. <laughs> Camp, Camp Town Racers? Yeah, that, that's cool. <laughs> uh, then no. Uh, it's Oh My Darling Clementine. Uh, so here's one. It's uh, when Arnold and Gerald are disguised as one. Gerald says, Arnold, hang on to that pipe for a second. To which Arnold replies, huh? What are you nuts? Or, huh? What are you nuts? The second line is spoken in Arnold's voice, but yet Gerald's mouth is the one that moves. Uh, one. And then the other is, uh, when Arnold and Gerald go to the, to the secretary to find Mr. Smith's office so they can deliver the package to him, the secretary can be seen with exposing cleavage, but as she presses the button for security, her whole torso is covered. Huh. So, uh, huh. Those are uh, two things I found in my research. <laughs> <laughs> Were you looking for those things, uh, Max? <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect such a thing of Chris, but not of you, Max. <laughs> well, I typed in a hair on a cleavage shot. That's what came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, did you guys happen to catch the name of the company and the address of the building they go for his work? Um, yeah, I mentioned the company name. Uh, satellite Industries. Yep. Um, and it's at 234 Smith Avenue. That's right. Um, did you guys catch where Mr. Smith's breakfast shoot is located? Dining room. The front door almost? It is in the dining room. It's like, I mean, there's a little bit more to it. I'm not sure. No, uh, it was behind a painting, like a painting slid uh, up. Oh, okay. Uh, one other thing I found is that uh, I saw some forums online on this episode that uh, some people are claiming that this is the first sighting of the Slender Man. And that's who uh, <laughs> that was. That's his. Oh, that, that's <laughs> Mr. Schmidt. <laughs> he is definitely not slender enough. <laughs> So that's no. So I'm out. <laughs> um, when they're on the street, actually, when when Arnold sees the priest and the nun, there's a couple posters posters on the wall behind them. Did you guys happen to make them out? <sighs> I tried, oh. but I just couldn't tell what they said. One said uh, insurance, life, cars, homes, open 24. Uh, and then under it says June, which is weird. <laughs> and then the other poster said L.A. Carnival sold out. Uh, 
Um, did you catch who Ernie is expecting a package from? Oh, no. Um, so it is somebody's giving him money, right? No. Nope. Oh. It's the Toupee of the Month Club. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good one. Um, well, I guess this might be more of a trivia. I saw this online. It said, uh, according to the boarders, there's two bathrooms in the boarding house, one for Mr. Smith and the other in the hallway. However, in the episode Four-Eyed Jack, it's revealed that there's a hidden bathroom in the basement that Phil hides from the other boarders. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> wow, and he's still using the regular bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <Right. that's> <laughs> savage. <laughs> um, did you happen to note where Toller's Bowlers is located? Oh, no. They do show those street signs, but I did not look at them. No. Uh, it's on 44th Street. Oh, okay. Good catch. That's a good one. I'm out. Uh, I got one more. Um, Arnold and Gerald uh, are Toller's Bowler's first customer in this long. (laughs) Like they've been the first customers in so long. Uh, One month. Wow. Boy. They don't get much business. They're definitely out of business with coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this episode uh, has a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It has okay. a 8.9 out of 10 on TV.com. Ooh. So out of five Kreb stars, what did you give door number 16? Uh, I gave this episode four and a half out of five. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> I really like this one. I just, I, I think like for me, maybe three quarters of the points are like pacing. I just pacing can, uh, I think forgive a lot of mistakes. Um, but I really like pretty much everything about this episode, except for the slightly, um, like contrived, uh, way the story progresses. But even that I feel like is kind of appropriate for an action spy like thriller so i feel like even that it kind of gets right in that way um i don't know i just think it's like a really interesting episode like it's one interesting thing happening after another um and i love the whole idea of mr smith being this mystery character like i'm kind of a sucker for just that like some kind of mystery so you really liked it yeah i love this one um, I gave it a 3.5. Hmm. Um, I deducted for the ending. And then just, you know, I, I like to watch Hey Arnold for the warm and fuzzies. And uh, I just didn't get a lot of them uh, throughout this episode. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was cool. I think it was a different type of Hey Arnold episode. So I definitely, uh, I gave him the 0.5 extra for trying something a little bit different. <laughs> um i gave this a three um i thought it was like a totally fine hey arnold but i didn't think it was exceptional in any way uh mr smith to me is an intriguing character but uh 
that's it. Like he, yes, he's intriguing. And obviously it's interesting that there's, they react so, uh, uh, you know, passionately to him, but they don't really give you much to care about. Um, it's, in, you know, I like watching Arnold and Gerald on a mission, but even this seemed kind of like eh, two stops, like bowler shop company. And then I guess I did like the action sequence. I mean, there is a pacing to it. I think you're definitely right. Cause this moved faster than some other Arnold's I watched. Um, but I really disliked the ending. Like it felt like they were just really like kind of rushing to get it over with. I don't like that. Like we learn absolutely nothing about, I, I, I do and don't like it. Like I like keeping him kind of a mystery, but I also feel like, uh, you know, what did I just watch this for? If I don't learn anything, um, I don't know. I, you know, I watched, uh, I, I went straight into Arnold as Cupid after it. And I found this to be actually like a, a warmer episode, like, you know, Arnold having to house Oscar in his room because him and Susie have broken up. Um, I just thought it was like a more fun, more warm storyline. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, um, door 16. It, it's a, it's a good premise, but it just didn't win me over. Totally. That, uh, Arnold as Cupid is a very good one, like a classic one, uh, maybe just for Oscar's line at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. he's incredible. Um, but this is just one of those episodes that I feel like I could watch anytime it's totally enjoyable from beginning to end like um it's you know i don't see it as like meaning to be very heavy or very sentimental even it's just like it just feels like a fun quick episode Hmm. would you put it over a snow day um no i don't think i'd put it over snow day or Snow. Wait a minute. Or, snow. Yeah, which you know the one where they're all snowed out and they make the ice skating ring. Yeah, I mean that's a group. That's yeah. It's a very good episode. The one that I could watch any time would be that one. So you're saying you're in the same ballpark though. That's well, I mean, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily watch that episode during the summer. Um, okay. True. For example. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, do you guys want to name the episode? Yeah. Sure thing. Um, I will be not that surprised if we all had. I think this is like the best chance we have of all <laughs> having the same title. I, I feel certain. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I have usually I have like two or three. I yeah. just didn't have the time this time. I came up with the most obvious one, and I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm I'm just ready for everybody to have this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. Wow. I mean, if Max, Max, if you're not sure, then you definitely don't have it. I think no, because uh, if Andrew, if you and I have the same one, which I'm guessing we do, I think Max has done. There's a connection to Max on this. Yes, there is. Okay. Which is, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. You ready? Um, yeah. I called this one "What's in the Box." <laughs> Me too. Oh man! <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> box. What's in the box? <laughs> Boy, and you even and you even mentioned Seven as your favorite yeah. mystery movie. Yeah, Lee. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. 
Oh man. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with us both having that one. Cause that's just obviously yeah. the title. It should be. <laughs> yeah. <That's> yeah. So <laughs> um, mine is, <laughs> mine is not as good. Mine is a uh, tall dark and who's that man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Darkin, who's that man? <laughs> it's just so complicated compared to <laughs> the quick one. I like when you yeah. have to work for it a little bit. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, well, people can vote for either uh, what's in the box or yes. tall, dark, and who's that man. Um, <laughs> Um, well, you, we got some letters from some listeners. We, we've been off for a couple weeks, so, uh, uh, we, we want to get to some of these. You guys want to hear some thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this one's from our buddy and artist, Brett Wilson. Uh, and he, uh, emailed us about his favorite sick day episodes. Um, he says, greeting gut buckets, your art buddy, Brett here, just, chiming in to see how everyone on the BOC gang is doing during these quarantine days. Not going to lie. It never really dawned on me just how many of these type of episodes existed within all of our favorite nineties, Nick shows. So your list came as a pleasant surprise to me while I anticipated some of my favorites, making a cameo such as Bud, Nick and Michael fake being sick or the quintessential sick day. A few underdogs like Doug's A Big Fat Liar, Grumble Soup, and even The Tale of Quicksilver were all worthy of their mention as well. Never even considered Are You Afraid of the Dark to be on this list, but it just goes to show that hidden gems can be found anywhere. That being said, here are a few more episodes I dug up that I think would be worthy to adding to your Nick Sick episodes. Number one, Inside Story, Rugrats. The babies shrink down to retrieve a watermelon seed from inside Chucky, resulting in one fantastic voyage ending with a twist. Considering watermelon was my favorite fruit as a kid, watching this episode made me wonder if one would grow inside of me if I had eaten the seeds too. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great episode. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. Um, Number two, The Tale of the Shiny Red Bicycle. Um, unable to let go of his grief five years later, Mike has reoccurring visions of his deceased friend, Ricky. There's, uh, there's one, this one's, uh, I'm sorry. This one's here for the fact that Mike spends a hefty portion of the episode, either in the nurse's office, getting bed rest or witnessing various (laughs) characters, diagnosing his unwell demeanor. It's one of the few episodes I still find highly rewatchable, especially while we rest and recover in our bedrooms. Um, number three, Curse of the Crumb, uh, Real Monsters. What's a monster to do when he loses his trademark stench? This episode stuck out to me as one of the stronger Crumb-focused tales of the series, and while it may be a stretch as sick-themed, it's amusing to see him cope with his condition by trying to attract flies at a carnival exhibit or putting sweat socks in his armpits. Yeah, another great one. Um, number four, Goodbye Michael, Hello Pinsky, Salute Your Shorts. Michael is unable to return to camp due to getting a bad case of chicken pox, forcing Ugg to take drastic measures to quarantine the campers since they all were in frequent contact with him. However, that won't stop Michael's successor Pinsky from sneaking out to have a little fun. I might add that seeing Ugg wear a jock strap over his face as a makeshift PPE or Pinsky spraying fake chicken pox onto him sends me into a laughing fit every time. Uh, Number five, Insomniac Ren. Ren and Stimpy. Ren is unable to sleep, leaving Stimpy to find 
cures for his restlessness, but when Stimpy is unable to sleep soundly, Ren's degrading sanity gets the best of him. This is one of those episodes that still sticks with me all these years. Having a few restless nights myself during my hiatus, all I could think about was how Ren's disgusting glass of camel milk potentially putting me to sleep while an imaginary Stimpy leaps on the fluffy side of the bed. His rather unusual nightmare ritual. Like Nurse Stimpy, it's most memorable for its striking visuals and abstractly weird moments. Yeah, nice one. Uh, it's episodes like these which prove that even when we're limited by our circumstances, there's always ways for us to shine bright. When once my period of rest has concluded, I'll be raring to get into art once again. Thank you for keeping the podcast going, going strong during uncertain times. Your art buddy, Brett. Nice. Really that was great. from Brett, as always. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from Jacob. He says, Get along, little dogies. <laughs> With Candace leading the charge, I really enjoyed your coverage of Ted Saddle. I recently got into Hey Dude's first season thanks to your pod, so you can easily imagine that I was jumping up and down like an excited man-eating jackrabbit when I pressed play on your review for a season one story. Hey dude, solid. Despite the fact it's cheesy, cheap-looking in places and has a cast of youngsters who act like they're performing in a school play, the show's got plenty of charm. Ted Saddle doesn't have charm. Ted is at his most annoying here, and his treatment of his <laughs> friends is both painful and painfully overdone. I was chomping at the bit for a reason why everyone, especially Brad, was doing Ted's chores for him if he's such a lousy person. When that reason came, I was totally dumbstruck by how unrealistic it was. Ted has a weird power over all of these other kids. What weird power? Are we watching an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode or something? The plot just felt thin. I'll say this, Ted's ludicrous obsession with a likely fake John Wayne saddle made Melody, Brad, and Danny look better by comparison, and I love those three characters. Mr. E was also unlikable. Candace was right, charging a teenaged employee $88 for a soaked backpack was ridiculous. I guess Mr. E got his just desserts when Danny proved to be the better golfer. Maybe that B plot had a purpose after all. Are you afraid to name the episode? Ted's got the power. Kreb star rating? Two Kreb stars. <laughs> uh, I, I'd also like to give a brief list of my fave non-Nick shows from the 90s. Number five, Power Rangers. All the 90s seasons put together. Number four, Batman the Animated Series. Number three, Pokemon. Number two, X-Men the Animated Series. Number one, 1994's Spider-Man the Animated Series. Close Calls, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and Touched by an Angel. Uh, sincerely, yippee tie Jake. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, uh, that Touched by an Angel came out of nowhere. Yeah, did anybody, I don't think anybody else said that. Is that the show Kevin likes? Uh, no, he his is uh, Seventh Heaven. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Um, well, thank you, Jacob. Uh, always great yeah. to hear from you. Um, well, I think that wraps up door 16, but uh, when we posted the poll, it was like I said, um, door 16 brain drain range boy and Dee Dee's haircut. And there was also, I mean, range boy just missed it. So, uh, what, what are we doing next? Uh, we're going to talk range boy. Yeah. Pete and, Pete uh, we've and Pete. been. Yeah, we've kind of mentioned this episode a few times, maybe, in passing. Um, and it's uh, 
I don't know. It's a pretty memorable one to me. Like, um, me too. Maybe something something about it really stands out as like a very warm, nice summery episode. Yeah, probably does have something to do with that summer. Um, so excited about that one. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us as Brett and Jacob did at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. Leave a review that helps other people find us. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Max, thanks uh, for talking Hey Arnold with us. Thank you so much for letting me come on. And I uh, can't wait to see you guys in person and hang out. Hope you guys stay safe. Yeah. Hope everybody out there is staying safe too. Um, wear your masks. Be considerate of other people. Mm, yeah. For sure. Um, well, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Hold on, hold on one second. The dryer came on. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello? 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 Uh-